Hello, 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 mes amis. That means my friend in Francais. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever and wherever you are listening. So today, this time, it's 8.15 a.m. in Arizona, in the United States. So it's morning time for me, but it's about 10 p.m. in Saudi Arabia. So who gives a fuck? We are going to talk about me selling drugs. I joke around a lot about how I used to sell drugs and I, you know, I I post things like today on Twitter, I posted that I posted my Adderall. By the way, if any of you want my Adderall, I'm charging $12,000 because what the fuck? Anyway, um, I used to sell drugs in college. I was at Arizona State University in the main campus in Tempe, Arizona. I was living at this apartment called 922 Place. It's on Apache Boulevard. It's right across the street from the business school of ASU. So when I say ASU, I mean Arizona State University. Okay, so my mom is a federal officer, right? I knew from the get-go not to sell drugs, not to get caught with drugs, not even to use drugs, but here I am, an addict. You know what I mean? By the time I was 18, when I was 18, you couldn't tell me shit. You could not tell me shit. Um, The week I moved, the week I turned 18 was the week I moved out of my mom's house, was the week I moved into ASU. So you could not tell me shit. But the only thing about... You guys, you guys know I'm rich, right? You guys know I'm rich and like, I don't hide that. I don't shy away from the fact that I'm rich, but we were broke. Me and my mom were broke. She went bankrupt. And one thing that pisses me off about her bankruptcy is that her dad won the lottery and didn't help her. So I'm very thankful to my mother that she is nothing like her parents. My mother is nothing like her parents, and she knew I was selling drugs. I will just say that. But my, since my mom is a federal officer, she cannot use her jurisdiction. She cannot use her badge. She cannot use her power. She cannot use her job title to get me out of trouble. If I'm in trouble, then guess what? I'm in trouble. And that's exactly what happened. I got in trouble, so I'm here to tell you all about it. But I'm going to tell you how it started first. So I was an addict, right? I was doing cocaine. I was doing meth. 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 I was doing a lot of cocaine. In my sophomore year of college, I hung out with this couple named Justin and Val. And they sold a lot of cocaine. It was bunk cocaine, but it was cocaine nevertheless. And like cocaine is expensive. Like it's like anywhere from 60 to $120 a gram. So I used cocaine my first year of college just to study, just to focus. I had no idea what Adderall was because like I didn't know that teachers in school, if you're hyperactive or if you're hypoactive, that they can write a prescription, not write a prescription, but make a recommendation to your mom or to the school saying that this child needs to be on ADHD or ADD medication. Um, I don't think ADHD is real. I don't think ADD is real. What I think is going on is 
kids eating sugar and kids not having enough food at home and then just eating breakfast at school, free breakfast, which is just a bunch of fucking sugar. That's what I think it is. Because without sugar, I'm fine. I did take a lot of Adderall this morning, so we'll talk about that later. Anyways, um, so here I am at school. I'm in a computer information science class, and I have to take this Excel course, a Microsoft Excel. I had to learn how to make pivot tables, and I had to learn how to do all kinds of shit. And it was very, very challenging for me. So I ordered cocaine. Got the cocaine, passed the fucking class with the B, and I was like, okay, my mom is broke. She can only give me $75 every two weeks. Like, my mom is broke. How am I going to keep affording cocaine? So what I did was I made friends with Justin and Val just for the purpose of getting free cocaine. You see, when you are an addict, you do not have the capacity to make real friends. You just use people for drugs. And it's really, 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 really sad. And I would say not if you're an addict, because like everyone who's done drugs is an addict for life. But I'm just saying that is addict behavior while you are active in your addiction, whatever your addiction is. Some people are addicted to fentanyl. Some people are addicted to crack, real crack. Some people are addicted to Adderall like me. Um, I like to always say that Adderall is a necessary evil, but that's just an excuse so I don't use crack or cocaine or meth. Um, Adderall is the reason why I don't use meth. I don't use coke and I don't use crack. It, 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 it's, I can take the whole bottle of Adderall and I'll be fine. But if I snort two lines of meth, then I might be dead. Because there's fentanyl in the meth. In case you didn't know, there's fentanyl in the meth. So stop taking meth. Get it prescribed. I already gave you an episode on how to get, how to prescribe, how to get Adderall prescribed from your psychiatrist and then from your primary care physician because your psychiatrist is a DEA agent. Anyways, back to the story. I'm in the business school and I'm failing. I don't know how to take business statistics class. I I don't know anything. And I'm in a dorm hall full of WP Carey business students. And I'm just like, what do they have that I don't? Because they're just as dumb as me when it comes to partying and stuff like that. So this guy I was studying with in the study room and he was like, hey, I'm sorry if I'm quiet. It's just that I'm on my Adderall. And I'm like, what the fuck is an Adderall? What the fuck is an Adderall? So he's like, I'll be right back. So like he went to his room, his dorm, he came right back. He gave me a blue pill. And I was like, all right, free drugs, all right. I had no fucking idea this was amphetamine. I had no fucking idea. I had no fucking clue. So I pop it. I'm doing my homework. I'm cleaning my dorm. I'm I'm doing all kinds of shit. I don't sleep for two days. And I'm just like, this is the bee's knees. This is the shit. Where has this shit been all my life? So I started Googling symptoms of ADD and ADHD for adults because I was 18 at the time because I knew that I started doing research on Adderall and I was like, okay, maybe they just give this to kids. And I was like, why the fuck do they give this to kids? This is stronger than any cocaine or any meth that I've ever taken on the street. Like, why are they giving this to kids? So I was just like, oh my God. I need this. So I started Googling symptoms 
Like you can't clean your room, you can't concentrate, difficulty working a job, difficulty driving, difficulty keeping a job. So I went to my mom because I was still under her insurance plan. And I was like, mom, I think I have this condition. Here's the symptoms. And she's like, oh my God, you are so right. You are so right. Because that was true. I couldn't keep my room clean. I couldn't keep a job. Like I, like I quit my job every year because I got fucking tired of it. And like, I just, it was hard for me to study. But I didn't want to tell my mom that it was a study drug for college kids. I didn't want to say that because my mom already knew that I was a fucking addict. So she made an appointment with Dr. Jasbir Beasla and um, we went, I got the Adderall prescription, I took the Adderall and I was pissed. I got 20 milligrams of instant release and I was pissed off. I was like, you're telling me this whole time I was buying meth, I was buying cocaine, for hundreds, for thousands of dollars since I was 13. And you're telling me that insurance is gonna pay for this crack, this really good crack. Adderall is great crack. And like, I was just, I was just so pissed that I'm like $10 for a month supply. And then it clicked, it clicked. I was like, I could sell this, I could sell this. See, my mom was bankrupt, you guys. She couldn't buy me anything for school. She couldn't buy me a backpack. She couldn't buy me a laptop. She couldn't buy me food. Every time I wanted to go out with my friends who were other rich friends, like I couldn't pay my way to the Uber. I couldn't pay my way at the restaurant. It was embarrassing. It's embarrassing losing all your money. I know people are like, boo-hoo. But like, we lost all of our money. All of her stocks, all of her like holdings, and Amazon and Apple and, and all those things, they were gone just like that because of the 2008 crash. So I I saw an opportunity. So I was just like, mom, I want to be a pharmacy tech. But that wasn't my true intention. I just wanted to learn how the pills were being filled because I knew I knew I was going to fake prescriptions. I knew that somehow I was going to fake them because I don't trust anybody on the street to buy from. And not only do I not trust anybody, I'm not scary, okay? I look amazing. I am beautiful and I don't have any guns. I don't have any weapons. So if I'm going to sell drugs, why would I go to someone on the street to front me? Does that make sense? So I knew I was going to fake them. And the risk is the same. If you're going to fake prescription drugs, especially narcotics, and you're going to sell fake narcotics on the street, the consequences are the same. So I'd just rather choose my poison and make my customers happy knowing that it came from a pharmacy. Does that make sense? So my mom printed out like 100 pages of like, how to be a pharmacy tech at Walgreens. And I read all 100 pages and I learned a few things that I will not repeat because it's illegal and I don't want anyone to, to repeat what I've done. But the statutes of limitations are almost up for what I've done. And I've talked enough about it online. The detectives came, which I will talk about later. The cops came, which I will talk about later. Um, so I feel comfortable enough to talk about it and I'm not bragging about it, well, sort of. But I, I'm just very, very proud that when I got caught, I told the truth and Jesus helped me and the case was thrown out. 
I lost my 21st birthday, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. So anyways, um, I started writing down like, okay, so Dr. Jasper Beasla, dumbass, he made his prescriptions not on a prescription note, but on a Word document. It was so easy to duplicate. It was so easy to fake. And then I, once I recognized, once I was able to practice his signature, it was game over. I never went to him again. I was writing prescriptions for myself for Adderall and Xanax in every quantity, in every type, the extended, the instant. Every day I was writing a new prescription for myself. And like, now that I think back, I'm like, oh my God, Candace, you're such a dumbass. Like, of course people are thinking this is fake. So for about four months, I'm writing different prescriptions. Like on a Monday, I would get Adderall, extended release, 90 pills. And then the next day I would get Alprazolam, which is Xanax, 90 pills. And then the next day I would get 60 Adderalls. And the next day I get 30 Xanaxes. And it's like, I went to the Walmart pharmacy. I went to the Walgreens pharmacy. I went to the CVS pharmacy. I went to the Safeway pharmacy. I went to the Fry's pharmacy. And I even went to a private pharmacy got all my drugs and as soon as i got my drugs they were gone they were gone people around me bought them like they were hot cakes like they were hash browns at at fucking mcdonald's or i don't know like like it was starbucks like people bought my shit like i couldn't even keep up and the one thing that i'm proud of when selling drugs is that i didn't take any of it I couldn't because I had to pay rent. My rent was $700. I had to pay for my phone, which was $100. I had to pay for electricity, which was split between four girls. I had to pay for everything, for everything that I needed. And I feel super, super stupid because my mom was only on bankruptcy for five years. And I just feel so dumb. Like guys, I feel dumb selling drugs. Like I don't, I don't feel proud. Like I, like I, I could have risked my freedom, and I could have still been in prison for what I've done. So I just want you guys to realize that selling drugs is not an option. Even though I, uh, even though I sing rap songs and I you know, throw out the West side and I make people laugh. It's because I told the truth and I got away with it. That's why I laugh. That's what I, it's because I'm thankful. Does that make sense? And I hope you guys don't mind that I don't have any music on today. I just realized that the quality of one of my podcasts, the TikTok um, ban, the Trump um, indictment and the the recession that episode did numbers and i realized it's because my voice is clear and concise and so i just want to keep that going so we're halfway through the podcast and i just want to say thank you for listening please share this podcast with your friends your family your followers and your drug dealers okay dealing drugs is not sustainable the feds are watching you they're just waiting to see how much weight you move to see if it matters monetarily to go get your ass, but you're being watched. You are definitely being watched. Juan Carlos, the one who was supervised by my mom, I asked her the other day if she could look your name up in her system and she goes, only if they're charged. So when you're charged, my mom can look you up. 
do not ever come for me. You didn't come for me because you're a scared little bitch. But I know that you're responsible for somehow you're responsible for Daniel's death because that Xanax that you gave Daniel to sell was the same Xanax that gave me a DUI. But I took that. I took those Xanaxes, those fake ass Xanaxes. You see, people think till this day that they can sell me Xanax and they can sell me fucking Adderall. Guess what? I get prescriptions for both. I get legitimate prescriptions for both. And if you need a doctor, hit me up because I will tell you my doctor's name. But you can't act like a fucking crackhead when you're asking for Xanax and Adderall. You can't do that. Anyways, Austin Sabio was the guy that gave me my first Adderall. And then I noticed that I kept going to his door and I kept asking for Adderall. And then that's when I knew I had to get my own. So once I got my own, I started taking more than prescribed because I'm a crackhead. And I was just like, I need more Adderall. And then so I asked my doctor for 90 pills a month and he gave it to me. But before he gave it to me, he was like, you're going to mess yourself up. I was 18. I did not know what he meant by you're going to mess yourself up. I like bipolar bipolar disorder bringing out the bipolar mania that's what happened with me taking Adderall if I take too much Adderall I get in a mania and then my doctor cuts me off the Adderall so let's talk about my customers let me take a hit of this elf bar real quick my customers were 90% Arab and 10% white Let me say that again. My customers were 90% Arab, Muslim, Shiite, whatever you want to call them. And the other 10% were white. I had Kareem from Kuwait. I had DJ or Duwaish from Iraq. I had Kazim from Dubai. I had Gaith and um, Mazin from Lebanon. I had Bader from some country. And they were my main customers. They had so much money from their government every month to pay for their penthouses, to pay for their schooling. And they didn't even have to be good at school. They like they could just suck, but like their government would pay them. Um, eventually, I started selling so many drugs that um, I got caught at the pharmacy. I will never forget it. I was um, picking up Xanax. I was at Walgreens. And um, the lady kind of gave me a look and I asked her to go to the bathroom and she gave me another look and she told me the code. And then I sat down and then I saw an officer making his way to the pharmacy. And then I got up past the officer. I knew that officer knew it was me because I had a description. I had an ASU shirt with basketball shorts on and a black female. Like I knew that that officer had... A description of me so get this that officer searched my room five months prior to see if there was marijuana in it and he didn't find any marijuana so that officer he called me Miha during that time when he was searching my room so I knew that like God was with him and God was with me so I just walked plainly out of the Walgreens and then there was a cop with a gun drawn at the Walgreens door with her locs on so she couldn't even see me so I just walked home I didn't pick up the Xanax. I just walked home and I never did it again. About four months later, I'm at my grandma's house and I'm 20 years old and it's almost my 21st birthday. I'm at my grandma's house and I get a call from an unknown number and I'm like, shit, it's the fucking detectives. 
So I answer and I'm like, hi, this is Candace Banks. How can I help you? And they're like, hi, Candace, we need to talk to you. Um, where are you at right now? So I told them my grandma's address and then they, they came, they fucking came and like, they had a file with them, like a manila folder file. And they said, Candace Banks, um, we are detectives. They didn't, they did not Mirandize me, which they're supposed to do. So he was like, we know about the fake prescriptions that you've been writing. We know everything. Um, can we talk to you outside and ask you a couple questions? So I said, of course. So I closed the door. I'm trying to hold back my tears because I'm just like, Lord, what am I going to say? I can't lie. I can't lie. And um, I was I was crying. I am. Um... My thought was like, I'm going to prison. I'm going to prison. I disappointed my mom and I'm going to prison. I'm so fucking stupid. Like, I'm so fucking stupid. Thank you. <sighs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Ugh. Give me a second. <laughs> Give me another second. <laughs> Give me a second. Oh my god. Mom, I'm sorry. I sold drugs. I'm sorry. I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that. I'm sorry. Anyways. Anyways. The detectives were like, Candace, do you have a drug problem? And I lied. I mean, I did have a problem, but I didn't want to say like, um, I'm selling it. Hello. So they were like, do you have a drug problem, Candace? And I said, yes, I have a drug problem. And then they're like, okay, tell us about it. And I said, this stuff that I get from the pharmacy costs me an arm and a leg on the street. And it's not even that good. And they were nodding. They were like, yes, Candace. And then like, I told them, I was like, I did this because it worked and it kept working and it kept working and it was cheaper. And I didn't have to pay money. I didn't have to pay $60 a gram, $120 a gram for some cut up Coke. And I didn't have to, because Xanax is freeze dried alcohol in case you guys didn't know. And then, so I was like, I, I was speedballing. So I would take the Xanax and I would take the Adderall and I would take the Xanax and the Adderall at the same time. And, um, they were like, okay, Candace, we're going to turn this case in to the district attorney's office in Tempe police department. And we'll see what happens. You guys, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years and I, I am so thankful to God. I graduated with a criminology degree in Bachelor of Science. My mom cried. She cried. Because she knew I was selling drugs. Like she knew it. She knew I was selling drugs. And one thing my mom didn't do is she did not tell me anything because she knew I needed the money. I bought myself an Apple laptop, an iPad, all kinds of Apple gear. I bought myself books. I bought myself clothes. I bought myself shoes. I bought myself like dinner to go with friends, pay with Uber. I bought myself stupid shit. 
But like it would it would have been the same shit that I would have um Sorry. You guys, if you're selling drugs, don't do it. Don't do it. They're watching you. The feds are watching you. They are. Ask me how I know. <laughs> I need a second. Hold on. I'm I'm bawling. I'm bawling. Just need a second. Oh my god. I still know people in my old neighborhood that are selling drugs and they're selling cut for drugs and I'm just like, stop it, you guys, just stop it. And like people have the wrong idea about me. They think that I sold drugs. And then my mom got me out of it. My mom doesn't have that kind of pull. She's not a judge. She's not the president of the United States of America. Okay? Like, just calm the fuck down. Um, Austin, the guy who gave me the Adderall, once I got caught for selling Xanax and Adderall from the pharmacy, he started giving me fake Xanax bars. Fake Xanax bars. They were filled with... I don't know what they were filled with. Like, they were fake. I I bought a boat. I was buying boats. Like, I was buying... Okay, a boat is thousands of pills. Like, a thousand pills of anything. So, I was buying boats from him. And I was flipping them. Flipping them so fucking fast. And then, like, I got scared because, like, they weren't real. And I was like, one of my Habibis... One of my Muslim and Sunni Shiite customers is going to figure out that this fucking Danix isn't real. And I got scared because I'm like, what if one of them robs me? What if one of them shoots me? What if one of them pistol whips me or something or, or, or something? And I had, to rem- I had to remember that they weren't thugs. They were just students. But at the same time, these motherfuckers had guns. Okay, they had silencers. They had all kinds of guns. So I was just like, you better tread lightly, Candace. So... I stopped selling the fake Xanax when one of my friends asked me to mail them a boat. I was like, why should I mail a boat for you? And they were like, because your mom works for the federal government. And I'm just like, you are a fucking dumbass. And then we stopped being friends. And then this girl named Leah, Leah Sauer, who I beat the shit out of because she didn't want to buy Xanax from a black bitch, apparently. I beat the shit out of her and I got a, I got her kicked out of ASU. That's another story. But she was like, I think you should go to the pharmacy one more time. I just think you should go one more fucking time. And I'm like, fuck you, Leah. I am so glad I burned your lip with a fucking cigarette. Like, fuck you. And then my friend um, Megan, she died. I don't know what she died from, but she died. She loved yellow school buses. I don't mean to disrespect her name, but she was a great person. She didn't die from my drugs, but like she still died. Rest in peace, Megan. Rest in heaven. I know that's where you are. I can feel your presence, Megan. You guys, college was one big ride, one big roller coaster, and then like you get off. <laughs> So that's my story of me selling drugs, plain and simple, no music. I'm not going to do music anymore because it's just, 
it's just mundane. It, I don't want to get copywritten. And yes, my fire alarm is on. It's ghetto. I'm sorry. This morning I woke up at 4 a.m. And I took Adderall and the Adderall is not working. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with the Adderall? It probably sounds like I'm on Adderall right now, which is fine. But I don't feel it, which is dumb, which is stupid. Because I want to feel that feeling of being cracked out. I love that feeling of being cracked the fuck out. It's a fun feeling. Anyways, um, I'm applying for new jobs and I'm getting like so many interviews that I can't even keep up. So I'm like, yay. My goal is to work for BlackRock once I'm off court-ordered treatment. Because I can't move anywhere if I'm on court-ordered treatment. So whatever. Um, shout out to everyone on Twitter listening. Shout out to everyone on Instagram being nosy. Get this. I have 27 followers on Instagram because I removed 1,100 followers. And um, my views on Instagram are popping. They're like at 900-something nine 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 hundred seven for the month and i'm just like this is crazy so i wonder who's looking i wonder who's listening i wonder who's keeping up with me i wonder who's talking shit screenshotting because i left a lot of content for you guys to be entertained in case you haven't figured it out i kind of don't give a fuck about my art career on instagram i give a fuck about my art career in the world and not on instagram so yeah check out my new art check out my tweets Check out my website. It's remade, mdmaq.com. I want to have games on it and all kinds of stuff, but there's a FAQ page. You get to find out what my name means. You get to find out how to tell if my art is real or not. And there's like, there's like another question. I don't remember. So thank you for listening to my story of me being a drug dealer 10 years ago. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever and wherever you are listening, my friends. I bid you adieu. Thanks for listening to the Manic Candace podcast. Bye-bye.